Starting a business, no matter the fame or platform you have, can be challenging. I had a special conversation today with former bachelorette Desiree Hartsock. We got to talk about how being on television wasn't on her vision board, but it ended up becoming an important part of her journey. After working years in the wedding industry as a stylist, author, and a blogger, she finally launched her own line, Desiree Hartsock Bridal. The journey is not what people would expect from someone who became a TV personality. And I think my favorite part of this conversation is when we talk about life and about being a mom and business owner. As I'm embarking on my own pregnancy journey and experience, I'm already feeling the changes that are about to come in my business and personal life. Welcome to the Lifepreneur Project, where we have real conversations about business, life, and about making a difference in our community. In this space, we come together to share stories that help inspire you to act on your dreams. I believe that you can redefine your life at any moment with one new action. You always have another chance, another day to change your business, relationships, and future. Join us as we talk to leaders that have been there too. Today's special guest is Desiree Hartsock. Her whole career has revolved around the industry of love, beginning with helping brides find their perfect dress as a bridal stylist, and she's also the girl next door bachelorette from season nine, author of wedding planning book, My Fairy Tale Wedding, and now the owner and bridal gown designer of Desiree Hartsock Bridal. Desiree, thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. So we know you from The Bachelorette, but there's so much more to your journey and story that I think really helped define who you are today. So it's nice to finally meet you over Zoom. Yes. I'm so bummed I missed you when you were in Ballard. You were so close. Yeah, I was so close. I mean, we were in Seattle for um, close to six, seven years. So yeah, and now we're in Portland. So. And what took you to per- Portland for bridal? Um, no, mainly it's for family. So, um, Chris grew up in Portland and all of his family's here and all of the, you know, new cousins that are Asher's age, they're here. So it's going to be fun for them all to grow up together. Oh, that's so cute. I want to know more about how you started because it looks like your heart has always been set on love, romance and weddings long before even the show started. So what created that spark of going into the wedding industry? Um, well, I knew from a very young age, like around 16, that I wanted to design dresses. I didn't really understand or know that I wanted to do bridal until going to design school. Um, I don't even know what sparked it. I think I just have always loved dresses. So then when I started thinking about the direction I wanted to go with design, I really just fell in love with bridal and I love the, the meaning, you know, of weddings. And I love that it's not just a dress for, you know, for, you know, for like anything, it's really, really one of a kind one, um, supposed to be, you know, the most special dress of your life. So it's just a really fun industry. I love everything behind it. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to design dresses and it's a lot of fun to see the dresses walk down the aisle. Are there any collaborations you're working on to get people in your gowns or with other designers as well? Uh, Not at the moment. We are, I'm still fairly new. I'm still only less than two years in. And so we're really evolving and really trying to grow in a really new direction for millennials and trying to reach 
those aspects of, you know, marketing and just trying to get the right, you know, the right brides into the right gowns and um, learning a lot along the way. I think all of us right now in the fashion industry are trying to navigate this change in retail because I know for my personal clients, we, they all enjoy more of the in-store experience, but there's so many online experiences. Um, are you doing online bridal sales as well? Or are you still focusing on bringing people in instead? No, that's, that's part of what um, you kind of have to evolve as a, especially as a small business. So um, we're learning that we do need to reach places that stockists aren't available. And so we will be launching online pretty soon. And a way to reach those brides that can't go into a store, but also we do love our relationship with stores. And so we, we do plan to make that a special experience as well. Um, because for bridal, it is still very important to go in and try on a dress. Yeah. So we want to make sure we offer both. And also, I think also with all of that in mind is keeping a more modern presence on social media and with imagery and collaborations with styled shoots. Um, those have all proven to be very successful as well as what I'm launching now is like pop-up shops, you know, because a lot of these areas where girls are interested in the dresses, there isn't a stockist. Um, and so we want to make sure we can cater to them and create a beautiful, like personalized experience that, you know, we want them to, even if they don't find a dress that we want them to remember that experience and under, you know, have that moment um, as a bride. Cause I think everyone deserves that as a bride, you know, it's a special moment and, it's a special time to be loved on. <laughs> I totally agree. And I ask that because I also, when I was watching YouTube, I saw that there's a ring company and they, I don't know if you, I don't remember the name of the company, but they only sell rings online. That's so crazy. I know. And it's catering to men and it's young men in the video. And they're like, oh yeah, we don't have to go to a store to buy a ring anymore. We can pick it all online. And for bridal, I feel like, like you said, it's something super special. So even if you do something online, I feel like whether it's the packaging or putting a note in there or a special gift or something, you know, I do have some other fun stuff coming up that I won't say now, but that will really cater to kind of, um, creating that experience and also allow, you know, just allowing brides to choose what so they want for their day and really, um, customize that you know even customizing the dress for themselves yeah and did you ever actually dream like do did you make a vision board or think that you were ever going to be on television and no god no um really? i'm like the <laughs> furthest away like from ever wanting to be on tv um even my friends were like shocked but you know it was just one of those things that i think it just worked out because it was just the right moment the right time and it was just all a part of my journey. Um, I don't think it was technically for my type of personality because I don't even like to be all, I, I hate like all eyes on me and all that stuff. So it was, I would say it was a very interesting experience for, for me. Um, it was a little, probably a little harder for me than maybe some others, but you know, that's just how life works. And you know, that's how I had to meet Chris. It's how I had to like, figure out my own purpose. And so, yeah, I'm just really grateful that it all worked out, but 
Yeah, definitely not on my vision board. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it really lined up with everything because you did start with wanting to be in the wedding industry anyways and dresses. How do you feel besides getting married in your business? How do you feel like The Bachelorette probably helped you on your business journey? Well, it definitely helped create a platform and um, get out there in that sense. However, I think it's also important to understand too for everyone just assumes, oh, you know, you go on a show and um, they're just going to buy everything that you sell. But really, truly, they care more about your personal life and the babies and the love. So I love that I actually am starting as a small business and I do have to attract a certain um, customer. I have to, you know, do more brides, not just the bachelor people because bachelor nation really loves bachelor nation stuff. So they love the families. But if I tried to post or anything about bridal, you know, you, it's barely, it's just not what they want to see. So I have really had to start from ground zero and really work my way up to build awareness within the bridal industry. So it's pretty, it, it's, it's fascinating too. Like as much as it's been a platform, it's also, I'm just like any other business, you know, I have to market. I have to be able to reach stores. I have to personally go do things. It's really only me right now. And then like a sales girl and a social girl, but I know yeah. it's just funny how, you know, I, I don't know. It's just probably so different from what people might think, you know, like yeah. I'm working my butt off just to make this dream come to life. And, um, it's exciting. I like it that way. I, I think that makes you um, more grateful for everything and also push through adversity and push through challenges, you know, because it's my dream that I've wanted for life. It's not just something that came about from the show. Yeah, I think that um, people don't really realize how much your business and your life are so intertwined, especially now with social media. I've kind of gone through a similar thing where I really wanted to keep it separate and I am trying to keep it separate, but I find any post I do about myself and my personal life gets so much more attention. And I put something about fashion styling and it's like, oh, okay. So, so true. trying to find a way to interwine it so that um, you still feel like you're growing your business and getting that social media attention that you want, but um, you still have to expose yourself just a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's actually, it's even harder because of the, 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 the notoriety of the bachelorette I think yeah. it's actually I mean it sounds funny but it's actually even harder because I have to build even more credibility within the bridal industry um rather than just being known as you know a, a bachelorette and so that's been very interesting as well and we you know we've learned a lot even just through the past two years and how we need to evolve and and kind of I've learned so much just about my own business and like the direction I want to go and where the market is going and the rea you know, it's just, it's just very fascinating. And I just, I actually really, I just look forward to the next few years when I feel like I'm getting a little more grounded in my own messaging and my own designs. And yeah, it's an interesting time. <laughs> and as a business owner, I feel like um, when you're within your business, it's almost like a relationship where you learn a lot about yourself, like your strengths and weaknesses. What's yeah. something that you really learned about yourself in the past two years? Well, <laughs> I think I've always known it, but um, having kids now too, I, um, I, you know what, actually, I, I learned a lot within the past 
even when I was just doing like the blog and all of that stuff, I learned that I really needed to work on not only like time management, I think it's more so about, I guess, focusing on the priorities because I'm really good and I'm such an idea person. I'm very creative. Um, but I tend to like write out everything that I need to get done. And so this past year, one of my main things has been telling myself, don't think, just do. Because I'll be writing out these things that like, if I just spent the time to reply to that email or, you know, place that PO, like instead of writing it on my to-do list, I could be actually just doing it. Um, so I've learned to kind of multitask in that way because so much of my time, especially with kids, was not, it's very distracted. So I'd only have, you know, an hour here, an hour there um, to get anything done. And so, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's one thing I really learned is that I had to stop just thinking about what it needed to be done and actually just do it. I love, there's something so satisfying, though, checking something off on the list. I know. <laughs> I am, I write a list on paper and I put it in my phone and yeah. I love putting that check mark next to it. Yep. That's, that's the way I do things too. Um, I'm actually in the process of writing my first book and it's okay. been something I've been thinking about for the past probably year and a half. And finally, a month ago, I actually sat down for hours and created an outline and everything. And it is a little overwhelming because you know that you have this content in you, but putting it out, you realize, how do I expand on these subjects that I know? So what yeah. tips in general do you have for writing? Because you have your book that you wrote. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is like, I guess you too, like I had the wedding blog for so long and I also had so much experience in the bridal industry. Um that it would, it just kind of flew onto the page, you know, because I had already been doing all the advice and the tips on the blog that I really wanted to be able to refine it so that I could simplify wedding planning and help brides not be stressed out because, you know, I'd help brides find their dress and yeah, it's a beautiful time when they find the dress, but then when they would come back in, like when it's like a month uh, toward to their wedding date, uh, they were like, stressed out like terribly like so high strung like so upset about things that were going wrong and I don't know it should just be a really beautiful time and it should be happy and joyful and so I mean I just wanted to be able to simplify it um the only I guess it's just hard with the tips to writing it really was just um putting all your knowledge out there you know because you don't know all of that will help you know not holding back and um, an outline, of course, and really outlining your book should be how, like for you, like a girl would be able to, um, do it step by step, I guess you could say. Did you sort of, cause I haven't personally, I haven't read the book. Yeah. I can send it to you. Oh, that would, I would love <laughs> yeah. to see it. Yeah. You put in personal stories as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good way for people to connect. Yeah, and I wrote it after our own wedding, so I was able to really be present with how I wanted to help brides, because I personally went through some of my own challenges that I didn't foresee happening because I was in the industry, so I thought, you know, th these decisions are going to be easy, but truthfully, I mean, wedding planning in general for everybody can be difficult at times, just because you're, I say it, it's 
all the time, but it's, it's the most amount of decisions you're going to make with your spouse or uh, your fiance um, in the little amount of time. So it can be very stressful on a relationship. It can be stressful on yourself. If it's just because there's just so many options out there. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of narrowing it down and making sure you don't get stressed out. Yeah, I'll definitely need to read that because hopefully I get married sometime. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> Since you've done so many projects and appearances and collaborations, when do you know when it's time to try something new and take on that opportunity coming your way? Yeah, actually I experienced years of this and I think it's all things I needed to go through in order to even know when it, it was right time to start my own business. Um, some, something that you know, comes from the show and comes from that platform is the possibility of collaborations and partnerships. And I think because um, before going on the show, I, you know, I was like broke and barely getting by. So the opportunity to even make a dollar, you know, from a partnership, I had to say yes, just to like pay for what I wanted to do with my business um, eventually. And so in the beginning, it was completely overwhelming. I was saying yes to everything, and you start to feel a little bit taken advantage of because just everybody wants to send you things for you to post. And um, I had to really refine and think about like what's important to me, what do I want to post, and also like while the just not saying yes to everything is what I'm getting at. Like I had to start thinking about my best yes rather than just yeses. And I mean, honestly, that took about a good three years in. So for three years, I was just completely overwhelmed <laughs> with, with projects, with collaborations, with opportunities. And to be completely honest, I would say that not many of those were successful because it's not what I was passionate about. And all of those yeses kept me from my big best yes, which was building my own business, building my own brand, because that's what I'm passionate about. And I think that's what happens to anybody is you get distracted by other opportunities and you forget the main goal in mind. Um, I mean, it took so long for me to finally just be like, you know what, as much as I might need, you know, this money from this partnership, like I'm better off starting my business now and you know, just seeing where it goes because, you know, you have to build it for them to come. So I just started to really focus in on that and start saying no to certain partnerships. And, you know, honestly, now I feel wonderful because I'm really focusing just on my brand and I'm only going to partner with thing products that I actually use or things I actually believe in or, you know, things that I actually want to share with people. <laughs> Yeah, I think we all go through that when we start our business or start blogging. But yeah. once you start saying yes to the things that feel really good, it opens up more yeses to like the bigger things, like you said. The bigger things. And it's knowing your worth, you know, like mm. so much of that has took up so much of my time, so much of my energy, so much of my thoughts that all of that was taking away energy towards my business, towards what I should have been starting in the first place. So. You know, you ne- you never know that until hindsight. So it's something I think I would love for new <laughs> creatives and new businesses to under you know to understand is to yeah it might sound good in the moment, but really think about if it's good for the future. And now that you have your own business, what is the most rewarding part of having your own bridal line? 
Well, obviously, uh, when the brides get to wear a dress down the aisle, I think that's obviously the most rewarding. Um, that's what makes me keep doing what I do because, you know, you don't often, um, many businesses, you know, they don't just blow up overnight. It really takes a lot of time and energy. And I've learned too, like when I'm like, gosh, like I wish it was just, uh, you know, I wish it was picking up more steam. It's like, I think about these companies that have been, they've been going for like 30 years. So of course, you know, they have the presence that I hope for someday or the awareness or the credibility. And um, I think that's where a lot of small businesses, uh, first, you know, we get lost in the comparison, but have to realize that our time is coming and it may not be tomorrow. It may not be in a year. It might not be for another 10 years, but at least if you're, if you're reaching at least one bride or one person, then you're doing, you know, your purpose and that should be enough. I think, you know, like I'm learning to just take, you know, be intentional and in the moment with everything, because when I see a bride in a dress, it just, that warms my heart and I don't need a thousand brides right now. You know, that can come, that'll come later. <laughs> And you make an impact in such a like personal way to people as well. Um, is there something that you, when you are slower in business, because we all go through that, is there something that you do work on? Do you have projects or personal things that you really like to do to keep you energized? For me and my sales girl, we really just walk by faith and um, we understand that things don't, you know, they'll come in their own time. But at the same time, so I always, I do believe in vision boards and I do believe in writing things out. And so each week we put a store um, that we're going to pray for or believe in and believe, you know, that um, there will be favor in that market or in that store. And um, I think we just try to keep on hoping and knowing that it will happen for us. And this, the slow times, you know, are needed for you to be grateful for what's to come. And, you know, financially it's not great, but um, we, you know, I just make it work, you know, it's like, I will, I won't give up. It's only been two years, you know, I'm like, it's what I want to do. And yeah, I think we just have to be reminded in the small times or in the like slow times that there's still more to come, you know, don't give up. And what does success mean to you? Yeah. <laughs> um, Success, um, gosh, it's so, you know, it's different for everyone, but success is really being able to hang out with these little guys. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm going to have one coming soon. So yeah. What, how, when is, when are you due? The due date is January 15th. Wow. Xander's was January 12th. My first child besides my business. My business has been my baby. <laughs> yes. It'll be fun. It's challenging at first, but it's fun. I'm excited to navigate it, though. Yeah. I mean, it's doable. It's just, a, and I always, that's the other thing about slow periods of time in business, but also, like, times that are challenging with work-life balance, um, especially with the two kids. It's like, I have to learn and remind myself that it's a season. It's a season of life, and, um, you know, you, you won't get this time back. Hear from friends that have kids that they end up being more productive in a way because those little yes. hours that you have or 30 minutes that you have 
you do so much that you can with your business where when you have a whole day, you're kind of like, okay, let me check my email. Let me check my Instagram and things are a little slower. Whereas you have to make it work within that free time that you've got. I agree with that. And when I first had Asher, um, I didn't yet have my business going. I just was doing, I was doing the blog and stuff. And honestly, those first three months because of just being home and, um, all the, you know, a newborn does is sleep, poop and sleep <laughs> and mm -hmm. eat. And so I actually was like the most productive and most inspired. Um, that's actually when I started really finalizing details for my business was when I had Asher, because I think it made me um, finally slow down with, with other projects and with other partnerships. And I was able to really focus Oh, my time and my energy on what I wanted to do. So it's funny how that does that happens with babies. Mm -hmm. um, and what does success mean to you? <laughs> uh, success in business for me is really when I see a bride walk down the aisle in one of my gowns because that's why I do what I do and why mm -hmm. I love what I do. So you know, it doesn't even. Like I'm not even worried about a dollar amount or a number of dresses. I really am focused on, you know, the bride. Like I do what I do because I want to reach a girl getting married and have her fall in love with her dress. You know, that's what keeps me going. I love it. Thank you, Desiree, so much. And I hope to visit you in Portland soon. Yeah, come down. We could go out for a glass of wine after the baby's <laughs> Oh yeah. I was going to say, I'm probably going to be in Seattle in January for a pop-up. You know where? Um, it it's going to be at the residence at Hotel Theodore. Have you ever been? Yes. Yes. Cool. Seattle has so many like cool spots popping up. Yeah. So yeah. And pop-ups here are amazing. They go really well. That's great. And this interview was packed with goodness. To get a recap and also check out photos of Desiree Hartsock's bridal line, head over to the blog at mycloseteditcom Until next time, lifepreneurs.